At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my new freaking quiz. I made you a free resource, but it is only available for a limited time, so listen up. The Business Roadmap Quiz was designed to give you your next three business moves laid out in chronological order so you know exactly what to focus on in the new year. It is a very in-depth behind-the-scenes quiz that is going to be different for everyone, meaning your path and your entrepreneur besties path might be different and your results might be different because we are taking the time to get to know you, where you're at in business, and some of the results that you have achieved so that we can help you identify where you need to fill the gaps and what you need to do next. It's super easy to take, should take you less than 10 minutes, and you are instantly going to get your next three business moves. It's a business roadmap, so your next three steps on your journey. Plus, I've recorded a never-before-seen or heard because it's never been released before, bonus video training that you will also get when you take the quiz. Head to brandmary.com slash roadmap. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash roadmap to take your quiz. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast. We're here for part two of the 2023 Business and Marketing Predictions Podcast. Truth be told, I did not intend to separate these episodes, but the last one was getting really long, and I was like, let's just let's just bump it to next week because I get really passionate about marketing, as you probably know, which is probably why you tune into this podcast. And I don't just want to tell you what's going to be shifting. I want to explain it and I want to give you tools and strategies to do well with these new trends and predictions that we are going to be seeing in the new year. So last week's episode, episode 66, was part one. And I shared three? Did I share three? Maybe four. (laughs) I'm like, what did I do? Hold on. Let me open ClickUp so that I can see what I talked about last week. (laughs) Okay. This is a totally transparent behind the scenes. Most people would cut this stuff out. But if I'm being honest, I literally just recorded the last episode um, like five seconds ago. I'm recording them back to back. So the fact that I can't remember how many I just told you is is something. I shared four with you. Okay. I shared four. We talked about the importance of branding, your email list, taking the omni-channel approach, and being on a search engine platform. And so definitely listen in to episode 66 to get more details about each of those pieces and how you can show up on those different platforms, in these different ways as we head into the new year. So today, we're going to wrap it up, okay? I've got three more for you, and we're going to continue with the momentum that we had last week and talk about one of my favorite topics, which is video marketing. Now, we're going to take it back just a little bit. I have been utilizing video marketing since day one. In fact, it was the very first 
thing that I did to kind of launch my business into the world. I share this story with my clients a lot, but I, I want to share it with you because I think it's helpful to know where people started because you might see me on video today, whether that's pre-recorded or a you know random live video that I might choose to do and think, oh my gosh, it's so easy for her, blah, 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 blah. You know, I can't do that. But I have not always been like this. And my very first video was on Periscope. Shout out if you remember Periscope. It was a platform that basically was just live video. And a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners were using it as a way to reach their ideal customers. It reminds me of TikTok a little bit in the sense that like it's a free-for-all. It's like the wild, wild west out there. <laughs> the comments are crazy. Like just you know, it was just a little crazy. So I had been like on the platform seeing like how people were using it and like researching and studying. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. I even think I bought like a $70 course that was going to teach me how to prepare for my Periscope, you know, debut. And I said in my profile, I had a date intended. I remember coming home from my nine to five and I was so nervous because I was going to do it. I was going to do it in the evening. That's when I went live because I worked a job at an office. And I I remember that specific day. It had to have been a Wednesday because my, my husband was home. So he had our son all day while I was at the office. And I remember being so nervous driving home, but getting home like quickly, you know, because I didn't have to go pick up the kid over his grandparents and, you know, do the whole, you know, breastfeeding thing and get in the car and come home and sit in traffic. I was like booking it because I was so nervous. And I had my note cards ready with my script of like what I wanted to say. Like, I had my whole video planned out. And I went up to my room and I set up my phone and I went live and I was so nervous. And it was horrible. And my mom watched and like three random people who of course were like commenting random things. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was a nightmare, but I did it. I ripped the Band-Aid off and I did it and I never looked back. And it was video marketing that signed me my very first client, a live video. It was my very first live video challenge that launched my branding course into the world. I signed three or four clients directly on the video. It was live video that had me going into other people's Facebook groups, being invited, doing a live stream and signing clients. I mean, live video was really what I built my entire business on. And this was when Facebook was just getting started. So there was a lot of momentum on that platform. It was like any new feature on a platform. You know, they're just like, yes, everyone go live, do all the things. And it worked tremendously well. And I practiced a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. My first year in business, I went live every Friday. I switched that in my Facebook group. I ended up starting a series called Mondays with Michelle, which I went live every single Monday for almost an entire year. I would do a monthly live video challenge, which was usually four to five days of live videos in my group. And I would try to do a webinar of some kind or a live training every other month as well. That's a lot of camera time. But it was through that dedication that I was able to create habits and really fine-tune my craft. And so I'm about to tell you that video is required. Yeah, I'm about to tell you. And I'm kind of worried, I'm kind of nervous that I just said video is required, but hear me out. I'm not telling you that a specific platform is required. 
or even that a specific type of video is required. But I am saying that video marketing is going to be at an all-time high. We've seen video marketing demand increase over the past few years. I mean, it really started to just catapult when Facebook added Facebook Lives. You know, we shortly then got Instagram Lives. We've had IGTV. We've had all the different things. And obviously, YouTube has been around for a while. So we've always had pre-recorded video as well. But I think it was the live element which really changed the way that we as small business owners and entrepreneurs show up and can build that know, like, and trust factor with our audience. And as we talked about last week, the importance of branding and importance of trust, video is such a fantastic way to build trust quickly with your audience because they can see and hear you. Now, that's ideal, right? But there are a lot of people who are crazy successful with you know, video marketing and never even show their face. So please don't think that there's one way to be successful at this. I never want to tell you that like this is the only way to grow a business, but I will tell you that video, the demand for video marketing is only going to get higher and that every platform is going to prioritize video. Now, let's kind of break this down a little bit, right? With the freaking crazy growth of TikTok, uh, primarily in 2020, right? When we all kind of were, it was growing and it was it was relevant before then, but I think became very mainstream in 2020. It became clear to other platforms that this is what people want. This is the type of content that people want. So shortly after TikTok started going crazy, Instagram was like, great, we're going to steal this concept and we're going to make Instagram reels, right? If you're on Instagram, you know. And it was like all we saw for the longest time. All we saw was Instagram reels. Now we're starting to see a bit of a balance there, right? We saw Pinterest this year completely prioritize idea pins. So idea pins are Pinterest's version of reels and TikToks, okay? They're short video clips that can be pieced together. Um, doesn't have to be video, but they have said that video is going to be, you know, the most successful. At least the first video in your, the first clip in your idea pin needs to be a video. And they, it was all we were seeing on our phones when we got onto Pinterest. We were seeing idea pins getting, you know, thousands of views and static pins, hardly anything. And so, we saw Pinterest prioritizing this. They created a watch tab, okay? You see what I'm saying? All these different platforms are saying, wait, video is how consumers want to get information. And from a search engine perspective, when we are seeing Google really starting to prioritize video as well. Now, They've always owned YouTube, not always, but they've owned YouTube for quite some time. And so when you search different things, they will suggest YouTube videos. But I was on my phone the other day and I was suggested TikTok videos. All right. So how long do you think Google is going to wait before they start putting their own videos and prioritizing their own videos on the platform itself? Now, Google has experimented with, um, I think it was called Google Stories. I'm trying to think. It didn't do great. Um, but um, Google Stories was a, kind of like a news piece to it. But there has been a lot of talk about Google actually starting to rank higher short form video content because 
I want to share an example of actually the best way for me to explain this is how I love to consume some, how I love to get information. So obviously I'm a huge fan of Google. I am a huge fan of doing the research. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to guess. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if someone's done this, if I'm fixing something or I want to make something and someone's already done this, I'm going to find a video. I'm going to find how somebody did it and I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to find a program or a course. I'm going to invest in it and I'm going to learn how to do it because we all know how I feel about time. So I have always utilized Pinterest. I've been I've been on Pinterest since like 2008, you know? Like it's always been one of my top platforms as a consumer. I also have always, you know, really loved Google, but I noticed something happening kind of subconsciously for myself this year. So I've become quite the plant lady. Thank you 2020. I am a plant mama. I love my freaking plants. And there will be times when a plant is not cooperating or I'm interested to see if I can repot it or if I can do something different or I propagate it, whatever, right? <laughs> if you're not a plant person, this is probably like, what the hell is she talking about? But stay with me. I found myself going to TikTok. I found myself starting to go to TikTok because I wanted to see what people were doing. I didn't just want to be told. I wanted to see it happening. I wanted to see examples. This is the trend that we are seeing for consumers. This is how they want to consume their information. Now, that's not to say that people don't read blogs. I still will read a blog. But for like quick information, I gravitate toward short form video. And so these platforms are starting to prioritize that. Google has already said that they are wanting to integrate more short-form videos into their search. YouTube, who's always been, you know, the king of video, I really believe, and, and this is not new, right? You can Google it. You can see what other people are saying too. But um, YouTube Shorts, which again, Super similar to TikTok and Reels, you know, idea, Pinterest idea pens, all of the different things. We are going to see a lot of money and dedication put into YouTube Shorts on YouTube in the next year, and that is a huge opportunity to get ahead. If, especially if you were slow on TikTok like I was. I was like watching it happen. And then I was like, man, I should have started posting a long time ago. <laughs> but you know, alas, it can't be everywhere and do everything. But if you are wanting to get into short form video content, YouTube is a fantastic place to get started. YouTube shorts. And I really want you to just think about the ways that you can use short form video inside of your content, inside of your marketing, because the demand is going to be high. And because the demand is high, platforms are going to prioritize it. Eventually, everything will level itself out. We're seeing that with Instagram Reels, right? We still have Reels. It's still a way to grab information. It's still relevant on our feed, but we're starting to see more photos again. We're starting to see carousels again. So things will level themselves out. But if you want to kind of ride that train, now is the time. And it's not too late to get on TikTok. And it's not too late to get started with Instagram Reels. But you do have to get started. And video is just a fantastic way to do that. OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. 
And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur. And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016 when I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 by 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life how to plan. We talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So if you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it. This planner is for you. This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. One of the reasons that I'm really loving short form video specifically is because it's it's accessible to creators. You don't have to have a great camera. You don't have to have perfect lighting. You don't have to have a script. It doesn't have to be a long, intricate video like we might create for YouTube. It can be five seconds. It can be five minutes, you know what I mean, on on specific platforms, not every platform. But there's so much opportunity for creators of every freaking 
comfort level and expertise to create short form videos. It's one of the reasons that I created an entire a mini course on short form videos that's only available to my clients inside of Brand Mary Academy and soon Roadmap to Freedom, which is launching in January, because it is so important. And the beautiful thing about platforms, as we talked about last week, platforms like TikTok, Pinterest, and of course, YouTube, YouTube Shorts, going to say it again, is that they're search engines. And so once again, you are able to get in front of potential leads, more, you know, more qualified leads for your business based on search and your content can be discovered for weeks, months, and years to come. So don't sit on video marketing. If you have been, figure out a way to make it your own Figure out a way to do it, whether that is you create videos in Canva using stock videos, you do vlog style and you just record yourself doing random things and put text overlay, or you do talking head videos where you are talking to the camera and giving tips and tricks and things like that. There's so many different ways to make video your own, but now is the time to get started, all right? And again, we are just going to see YouTube shorts completely take off. (laughs) completely take off. And I'm really excited to see what happens with Pinterest and video because they have been putting a lot of attention to, uh, towards idea pins. They also, um, have been really wanting to help monetize creators. I feel like I'm going into like nerd out time right now, but real quick, one of the biggest things that creators, marketers are really complaining about on TikTok is that it's not easy to monetize on the platform. This is where YouTube is going to steal people from TikTok because YouTube has always been a way to monetize content and they're going to make it easy to monetize shorts. And so a lot of creators are going to hopefully not jump ship because again, we want to take an omni-channel approach, but start showing up more on YouTube shorts. I Pinterest has also started a creator fund. I'm actually part of it where if um, an idea pin takes off or hit so many views or different things like that. I get paid to do that. Instagram has it as well. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how creators, how marketers are able to start monetizing these short form videos as another stream of revenue. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not getting paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars from the platform, but you know, it's still nice to know that you're creating videos that are growing your business and you're making a little bit of money from the platform that you despise. (laughs) We love to hate them. We love to hate them. Okay. Video marketing, don't sit on it. Get going. You don't have to have a fancy camera. You don't have to have a ton of experience. Just start playing with it. There's no right way to do it, despite what everyone is going to tell you. The trends change so quickly. So just start testing. Start testing. Okay. Woo. What are we on? Six? All right. Higher quality content. Now you're probably like, Michelle, you just told me that these short form videos are where I should be focusing my energy. And now you're going to talk to me about higher quality content. Well, yes, because just because we're focused on short form video doesn't mean we're building an entire business around trends. It doesn't mean that we're just dancing on video and looking for, you know, um, popular songs. Having a reel or a TikTok or an idea pin go viral doesn't mean anything if it's not specific to your brand and your business because it's not telling anyone anything about your brand and your business. They're probably just liking it. They're like, this is cute, Um, but it's not really qualifying any of those potential viewers as potential clients. So high quality content is still important. And as it relates to video, because we just talked about it, 
platforms want original content. And so trends are fun and trends will continue to happen, but the content that's going to convert the best is going to be high quality content that's specific to your niche. So teaching people things, solving problems, um, helping them shift their perspective around things, showing your product, showing behind the scenes, storytelling. These are the types of high quality content that we want to focus on. So yes, it still works from a video marketing perspective. But I also want to highlight how it's going to play a role in SEO and ranking on Google. So in August of this year, Google announced that they will be prioritizing high quality content in search results. Meaning that for years and years and years, SEO was really, like you could get away with keyword stuffing, which was basically like you could just stuff a bunch of keywords in a title, in a blog post, in a description, and your content would show up. Google stopped that a long time ago. They don't like that. It will hurt you. But SEO has still really been primarily focused on keywords and, of course, you know, relevancy or people back, people linking back to your website. But with this announcement that Google made in August, it really shows us that they want to create a user experience. Remember what I said about TikTok and people kind of moving to TikTok to do search results, which means Google's not getting as many searches. So what are they wanting to do? Make Google better for consumers. This is what every platform is wanting to do. This is why the trends are so important and and seeing what's happening. So this means that creating high quality content for people when they find your blog or your videos because Google owns YouTube, right? (laughs) All these different things are so important. And so one of the things that I love to teach my clients inside of my programs is how to create quality content. And yes, you can incorporate trends, you can incorporate popular things that are happening, seasonal things that are happening. But at the end of the day, you want the content to be valuable to your audience that fluff pieces are not going to move your business forward. They might get you likes, they might get you hearts, they might get you comments, but they're not moving the business forward. And so when a platform like Google, a main marketing platform like Google, says that we're prioritizing this, it should really make you start thinking about how start thinking about the type of content that you're creating. And so one of the best things to do is know your dang brand right? Because when you know your brand, you know your ideal customer and you know your messaging, which means you know the type of content to create, to bring in your ideal customer and position your brand as the solution to their problem. So all of this content creation comes down to branding. And once you have that knowledge, you can really start to identify the main areas of expertise that you have, the main problems that you solve for your ideal customer and create content around that. And so that's why you see my content really centers around a few different topics. Branding, obviously, marketing, huge, planning, productivity, time management. I'd say motivation is a big one for entrepreneurs because I know my ideal customer. I know that these are our key spots for them. And then, of course, there's tiny branches off of each of those, like branding, brand storytelling is something I'm known for, search engine optimization. I'm not trying to master marketing as a whole. I'm niching down within that. But that allows me to create higher quality content and really focus in on these key pieces that I know my audience is searching for and that I know by providing this insight, providing this resource for them, they are going to 
trust me more, which is huge. And then Google's going to be like, wow, people actually read her blog. Let's rank it higher. So they're really looking at a lot of different things. They can tell based on how long someone stays on your webpage. Um, you know, if they scroll down, like they know all of the things. And so really focusing on higher quality content from a blogging perspective for Google, yes, but also just circling back to the first thing we talked about as a way to build trust with your ideal customer. Okay, last one for you. And this is something I'm very excited about. All right, one of the things that you might hear a lot of people say is to stop investing in advertising because one of the things that happens when um, money is a top concern and something that is being spoken about in the news all of the time is that the first thing to be cut in a business is marketing. It's the, right? Big companies tend to cut their advertising dollars when they need to be mindful of their money. We saw this happen in 2020. One of the reasons that our my business did so well in 2020 was because ad cost became low. The same ads that I had been running that we saw progressively get higher, right, over the years, suddenly we saw creeping down in cost. It was less competitive. Not everyone and their mom was advertising. The big companies that had been advertising pulled their advertising dollars, which made room for the little guys like me (laughs) and like you. And this made it cheaper to run ads. Now, unfortunately, it wasn't long lived. We saw 2021 was just really expensive when it came to advertising. 2022, same, but we're starting to see it creep back down again. I am, and I've been watching a lot of people who specialize in advertising, and they are seeing the same thing. This is good news for small business owners. And I'm not saying that you have to advertise. Uh, In fact, I don't recommend spending money on advertising if you do not have a strong organic strategy. That's why the first thing that I teach my clients when it comes to marketing and content creation is an organic strategy. But there is nothing wrong with adding a little bit of fuel to that fire that is working well to dial up the revenue in your business. And one of the things that we are gonna see that I am super excited about is that ad costs will be lower, meaning we can get back to running lead generation ads where, you know, somewhat we were willing to pay money to get somebody on our email list, a quality lead on our email list. Um, and I really think we're going to see this across the board. Pinterest, I think, hands down, still, we haven't really seen huge jumps over the past few years in Pinterest advertising. It's been super consistent. I think part of the reason for that is because Pinterest is an SEO platform. So when you run ads on Pinterest, you actually get to choose who sees it based on keywords. So it's more targeted. Okay. So we haven't seen a huge cost there, but I have noticed over the last few years that there are big players like Walmart um, advertising on the platform you know, Target, different things like that, that might start to cut back a bit, which again, will just allow us to be seen, 
more, these smaller businesses. Um, Facebook and Instagram, I definitely see the cost going down and lead generation being something that I'm going to explore in 2023 again. I stopped doing it because it got so dang expensive. Um, But I remember the good old days when I used to pay 60 cents to get a new email subscriber. And let me tell you, when that person ended up buying a $2,500 course, it was worth it. (laughs) So um, Google too. I think we're going to see it with Google as well. So those are kind of the main platforms. Obviously, you can advertise on LinkedIn and a ton of different platforms, but it might be something for you to consider. Really make organic marketing a top priority. But if we're seeing this opportunity, and I will definitely clue you in here on the podcast if I start to notice a shift, but consider putting away a few dollars per every sale and reinvesting that into advertising as a way to grow. Because again, just traditionally, big companies will pull advertising dollars and that makes room for us and it lowers costs for us, which is amazing. All right? There you have it. Wow. Man, I get so excited about this stuff. You can probably tell I love nerding out about marketing and branding. It's why I do what I do. It's why I teach what I teach. And so I hope that this was really valuable in helping you foresee some of the trends. And of course, some of them are my predictions for the year ahead. You know, we're at a very, very important time where we are planning for the new year, where we're starting to think about what do we want our business to look like in 2023? What kind of programs and offers and things are we ultimately going to share? I'm really jazzed because we have our virtual planning event, which is actually happening today. So hopefully if you're at the planning event, you're not listening to this. Um, You should be listening to the workshops. And if you miss this year's event, no worry, we're going to do it again next year. But as you've probably already heard in this episode, I do have a planner and that planner is a physical planner that's going to help you plan your next 90 days in business. So you can learn more at brandmary.com slash planner. If you miss this live virtual event, don't worry, I can still support you with your planning strategy inside of this strategic planner made specifically for entrepreneurs. So be sure to check that out. Let me know over on Instagram if you have any questions about any of these trends or predictions. I'd love to have a conversation with you there. I'm hanging out at Michelle Knight Co. And again, don't forget, if you haven't already, to take the brand roadmap quiz. You can go ahead and go to brandmary.com slash roadmap, take a short little quiz, and I will share with you your next three steps in business, which is perfect timing if you ask me because you're heading into the new year. All right, I'll be back with another episode next week. And yeah, I'll be in your ears then. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Brand Mary podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B R A N D. M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then.
We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram, and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM, and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage, and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much, and I'll see you in next week's episode.